Paddy Pimblett may very well become a huge name in the UFC. The fighter from Liverpool became a massive star in the UK MMA scene not only due to his skills on the ground, but also because of his eccentric personality. This led to him becoming the full contact and cage warriors featherweight champion. So when he finally signed with the UFC in March of 2021, there was a lot of hype surrounding his debut with the promotion. And he delivered as he faced early adversity before finishing his opponent, Luigi Ventramini, at the end of round 1 by strikes. There is a lot of buzz surrounding him right now and many are excited to see how far he can go in the UFC. So how good is Paddy Pimblet actually? Hey guys, it's Keon and today I'm going to be talking about Paddy the Baddy Pimblet. This is a video I began making right before his UFC debut. If he lost, I most likely would have scrapped this. But not only did he win, he also put on a stellar performance. Yes, he did face troubles early on in this fight. And there are things that he's going to have to fine tune in order to compete in the UFC's lightweight division. But at 26, there is already so much promise for him. The UFC hasn't had such an exciting debut from a fighter since Conor McGregor. That quote alone puts so much pressure on Paddy. So will he be able to live up to the hype or possibly surpass it? In this video, we're going to take a look at his MMA career to really understand how good he is. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Keon Kamara podcast. And as always, the money goes to charity. Once again, we donated this month's earnings to the Ronald McDonald House charity in Toronto. And if you would like more information on them or would like to donate yourself, all the info will be down below. Now let's get to it. Paddy began his MMA career on October 20th, 2012 at the age of 17. His first opponent in MMA was Nathan Thompson at featherweight. Paddy threw some shots before bringing the fight down. This eventually led to ground and pound that forced the ref to step in. After picking up a couple more wins, Paddy fought Florian Callen. Paddy controlled the action on the ground to win by unanimous decision. He went one and one before fighting Conrad Hayes. Conrad pressed forward but got caught with a head kick. This led to a desperation takedown but Paddy used a Kimura attempt to reverse the position and get on top. Despite being on his back, Conrad stayed busy by attempting to lock up a submission before getting back up to his feet. But with his back against the cage, Paddy used it as leverage to lock up a triangle choke while in the air. Conrad tried to slam his way out but he ate elbows to the head before tapping to a triangle armbar. Six months later, Paddy fought Steven Martin. After trading some shots, Paddy ate punches that dropped him. He was in survival mode and although Steven connected from above, he was unable to keep the action down for long. Paddy tried to bring the fight down himself and although he was able to for a few moments, he had a difficult time in doing so and also ate some big punches and elbows. Even after referee Mark Goddard separated the two from the clinch, they went back into trading on the feet. Paddy was able to secure a takedown and although Steven got back up, he ate some huge shots. This included an elbow to his forehead which opened up a cut, thus forcing the doctor to stop the fight. Following this victory, Paddy fought Kevin Petchy for the full contact contender featherweight championship. Kevin looked good early on the feet, but even though he secured a takedown, he immediately got reversed. Paddy threw shots before attempting a triangle choke, but Kevin escaped and brought the action back up which led to a huge left hand. This led to another takedown, but Paddy stayed busy off his back with submission attempts. Kevin defended well and once again he brought the fight back up, but then he brought it down again and threw shots from above until the end of the round. The two traded on the feet to start round 2 before Paddy ate a right hand that knocked him down. But Kevin was unable to capitalize and this led to the fight getting back up before he got taken down himself. Paddy threw some ground and pound before he locked up a rear naked choke that forced a tap, making him the full contact contender featherweight champion. In his first title defense he fought Miguel Haro. Paddy found success early with his kicks but at the same time he ate some clean punches. Miguel brought the fight down and after some time on top he tried to get a hold of Paddy's back but he ended up getting 
being reversed and now Patty was the one maintaining top control. Then he got a hold of Miguel's back and locked up a rare naked choke that forced its tap. Back in Cage Warriors, Patty fought Ashley Grimshaw. This was a solid performance from Patty who connected on the feet, secured takedowns, threw ground and pound and attempted submissions. Ashley had some moments but it wasn't enough, so by the end, Patty won by unanimous decision. Three months later, he fought Teddy Violet. Patty controlled the action on the ground before locking up a rare naked choke in round 2 that forced its tap. After this win, Patty fought for the vacant Cage Warriors featherweight championship against Johnny Frasche. The two started off the fight by feeling each other out on the feet. Although Patty attempted to take down that got denied, he proceeded to connect with punches that dropped Johnny. Patty landed more shots on the ground before the ref stepped in, making him the new Cage Warriors featherweight champion. Patty successfully defended the belt against Julian Arosa before attempting to defend it again at Cage Warriors 82 against Nad Naramani. Nad put on a dominant performance as he controlled the action on the feet, secured takedowns, did damage from above, and attempted submissions. Patty had no answer, so by the end, Nad won by unanimous decision. At Cage Warriors 90, Patty moved up to lightweight for the first time in his career and fought Alexis Savidis. Patty secured the takedown, but then he got his neck locked up, which led to him getting reversed. Alexis threw shots from above while protecting his leg from getting locked up. Both men reversed each other multiple times because of this. When Patty was on top, he connected with ground and pound, and when Alexis was on top, he attempted to Kimura and an armbar. Round 1 was very competitive on the ground, but back on the feet in round 2, Alexis connected with a couple of big right hands. Patty seemed to be in trouble until he attacked with a flying triangle. He locked it up as well as an armbar, which forced Alexis to tap. Patty went on to fight for the vacant Cage Warriors lightweight championship against Soren Bak. Soren started off strong on the feet, but eventually got taken down. Patty then got a hold of his back and locked up a really tight rear naked choke that looked like it was going to end the fight. But Soren survived and afterwards, he controlled the action both on the feet and on the ground. After 5 rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Patty was out for over a year before returning at Cage Warriors 113 against Deki Dalton. Deki started off by throwing some kicks before one of them caused him to fall down. Patty capitalized by getting a hold of his back. He tried to lock up a rear naked choke, but Deki did well in defending, so Patty decided to throw punches instead. The shots became too much for Deki and this forced the ref to step in. At Cage Warriors 122, Patty fought David Martinez. Patty looked really good on the feet early as he pressed forward with a kick, a flying knee, and punches. This led to David getting taken down with a hip throw before getting mounted. Patty threw some big shots from above before locking up a rare naked choke that forced its tap. This was his last fight with Cage Warriors before signing with the UFC. So he made his debut with the promotion on September 4th, 2021. His opponent was Luigi Vendramini. Luigi looked good early as he connected with some big shots which led to a takedown and ground and pound. When the action got back up, Patty landed some nice kicks but aside from that, he was eating some bombs. But after facing adversity, he attempted to take down before pressing forward with punches that rocked Luigi. Patty smelled blood so he kept swinging until Luigi was knocked out. Despite being in trouble early on, this debut from Patty was very exciting. Aside from his performance, he was entertaining from his walkout to his post-fight interview. And with him saying that he is going to be a name that many will be calling out, I definitely agree with that now. He just put on a huge statement and the sky is the limit for Patty. So after going 17-3 and in a career that saw him become the full contact and Cage Warriors featherweight champion, how good is Patty Pimblet actually? 
There is no doubt that there is a lot of hype surrounding Paddy right now. His debut with the UFC has been compared to Conor McGregor's debut with the promotion. And it makes sense as they were both highly touted Cage Warriors champions. Plus they both have very entertaining personalities. Personalities that were big enough to create a big following for themselves and their respective countries. I don't know if Paddy is as good with the trash talk like Conor, but he does know what to say on a mic as he carries the same confidence. Alongside his walkout and post-win antics, he too has the X-Factor that superstars carry, but he also needs to back all this up by winning fights, especially since he's 4-2 in his last 6. And that's when the question of how good is Paddy Pimlet actually becomes one that is very hard to answer, because there is no doubt that he is a talented fighter, but will it be enough against the UFC's best? Obviously his ground game is his bread and butter, he knows how to bring the fight down and hold his opponent there. While on the ground, he does damage with ground and pound and constantly tries to advance the position, but with him being a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, there is no doubt that his submission game is high level. He's also not afraid to take a risk in order to get the finish. Paddy will give up dominant position in order to get the submission. He's also willing to press forward and eat shots in order to return some as well. And he's able to do this due to his very strong chin and overall durability. There have been many fights where Paddy has gotten rocked but it did not stop him from firing back. In fact, even when Paddy was in trouble early on in his fight against Luigi Vendramini, I just thought it was another day in the office for him. He's so tough and that toughness is the reason why he's able to face adversity so well in fights. Now I know he's known more as a grappler, but his stand-up has definitely improved so much since his earlier fights. He flows so much better on the feet now and knows how to transition seamlessly between punches, kicks, knees, and elbows. I'm especially impressed with his kicks as they are very effective when he connects to the body and the head. And overall, he has some decent power in his hands as he is able to drop his opponents with them. But back to his toughness, his ability to press forward without any fear of getting tagged is very exciting to watch. Similar to UFC light heavyweight, Yuri Prohaska. There have been many times where Paddy looked moments away from being knocked out. Even Daniel Cormier said on the broadcast that Paddy keeps his chin up high and his hands low. And he's right, and because of this, Paddy often gets in trouble during fights. Yes, I did say he did well in facing adversity, but that's a whole different story in the UFC. Paddy will now be going up against the upper echelon of lightweight fighters, a division that many believe is the most stacked right now. And these are fighters that go in for the kill when they smell blood. They have the skills to capitalize on a situation that could end the fight. And Paddy gets in a lot of those situations. He's got to keep his chin low, hands up, and move his head more instead of just rushing forward and making it a brawl. Because we've seen tough fighters with granite chins find success by going toe-to-toe -to -toe with their opponent. But a fighter can only take so much damage and that's why someone like Justin Gaethje had to switch up his style to a more tactical approach. Paddy is able to take all this damage now, but I do worry about his longevity. If he can make changes to his stand-up and specifically his defense, then it would be better to do that now rather than later. And as great as he is in the grappling department, I do wonder how his skills would fare against top lightweights like Michael Chandler, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, and Charles Oliveira. Men who are amazing when the action goes to the ground. Would Paddy be able to take these guys down, hold them there, and submit them? Will he be able to defend their takedowns and submissions? Especially for a guy that many believe would be a better featherweight as they think he is a small lightweight. But personally, I think he has grown into the 155 pound frame. He is in phenomenal shape now compared to his earlier days. His physique is great and it doesn't seem like he struggles to make weight. Plus, he has good cardio and has been tested in 5 round fights before. Which is great experience for when he becomes a headliner or fights for the title. And I can honestly see him fighting in a main event bout very soon. With a character like Paddy, the UFC will definitely give him the promotional push. Which is why many wonder how he would fare against the 
top lightweights in the world. They can feel that there is a good chance that Patty will make it to that level one day. Especially since he's only 26 years old, he has so much room to grow. He is still improving which means we haven't seen him at his full potential yet. And because of his confident yet charismatic personality, it's easy to root for Patty to have success in MMA. His excitement and hype during the walkout and after a victory is so infectious. Which is why I would say I'm definitely a fan of his and I hope he takes his time in climbing the UFC rankings in order to develop properly. I would love to see him run through the division like Conor McGregor did at featherweight. But I can also see him lose a couple of fights before becoming a top contender or possibly even the champion. Personally, I can see a rapid rise as he is carrying so much momentum right now. I can feel the hunger that he has to be the best in the world. There was a moment in his fight with Luigi Vendramini where after all the shots he ate, Patty turned it up which led to him quickly taking over. And I feel like that switch happened due to his hungry mindset. He seems so motivated to prove that he is going to be a star in this sport. And I don't know if you'll be able to do it, but whether you're rooting for him or not, Paddy Pimblet has our attention. My name is Keon and this is my take on Paddy the Baddy Pimblet. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below, cause I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you in my next one.